This is the Scum and Snake Fantasy Football Show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Matchup Thursday, Snake, November 10th. We got some good news on rates. We're just, we're having a good week on the pod. Yes, we are. We are staying positive. We are staying somewhat upbeat and excited and ready to bring everybody the good news of week 10. Week 10 uh, will be, I don't know if it'll be um, too impactful. Standing-wise, we're going to hit the matchup today, obviously. I'll tease a little bit. There's only one, really, that I think has a lot of weight to it. But before we get into all that, we got to do a nonsense minute. And today, I think because we have a little bit of extra time, let's do a quick book draft. Okay. So we'll do a three-round book draft. Do you want to do just books in general, or do you want to keep it to a genre? I think we're just going to have to do books in general. That would be easier for me to think on the fly. On the fly. Always spring these on you, and you do a great job with it. But, okay, let's do just books in general. Uh, three rounds, draft the, you know, your team of the best books. And you can do series as a whole. You don't have to pick just one out. So I will give you the first pick. You know, All right. Well, you the should first get overall pick, it's no surprise. It is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Correct. Yes. Now, and that's just was... the correct answer. There really is no other answer that could be used in that spot. For us, for sure, I feel like people would not have been surprised if he was gone with a couple other series. Maybe they're going to get picked here, so I won't name them yet. I'm not going to pick them second overall. This is actually tough. I don't know. Do I want to go like standout book or another hard-hitting series? Let's go one of the great American novels, To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm going to go, lit- I'm going to go literature. All right. Well, I'm going, to, I'm going to make it easy on myself, and I'm going to stick with the series, and it's going to be the Harry Potter book series. I mean, there I remember yep, reading that. that. The other one. I was reading, I would read one, watch the movie, and I was late to the late to the game on all that, but it was just a fun time to read and watch. And uh, yeah, it was really good. So were you reading them like, would you read it before the movie came out and then watch the movie? Is that how you did it? Well, I think, I think the majority of the movies were already out. And then I was waiting on probably the last two or three, because I was reading them I was reading them when I was like, gosh, I think I was like 19 to 21. So what I did, they probably already been out for 10 years. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you whenever they first started earlier. coming out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you caught up. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like you got up to probably like half blood prince ish. Yeah, I think so. We're, we're caught up. Yeah. All right. Good pick there. Uh, I guess I didn't. I didn't really think about it either. I just kind of thought of it. So I'm gonna go with the question: Is do I want to try and get like mass appeal, acceptance, and votes of support here, or do I just go niche and pick my favorite books? I think you should go with. Well, I'm my third pick is just a full on sneak pick. So it's like yeah. if you're if you were drafting in the third round. And you're like, well, I should probably get what everyone is saying, but I'm just going to go reach for the one that guy that I want. 
right, give me, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna go little niche. I'm gonna talk to one specific listener here, if he's still listening. Let's go, Stephen King's It, number two. We're hitting horror really quick and okay. trying to garner some favor here. Well, I'm going to go with my last pick, and it's another series. Like I said, it's a series that... Of course it is. Everyone's going to <laughs> probably make fun of me big time, but it is the Mortal Instruments series. Oh, that is not where I thought you were going. Okay. I knew where you thought I was going, but yep, that was never on my radar. The Mortal <laughs> Instruments series is like, there's like 20 or like something like yeah. that insane number of books. And I've read the majority of them. That was another book I was reading in my teen years. And it was just so much fun. And I don't care if everyone thinks I'm stupid. Did you ever watch uh, the movie? Oh, I, I did watch the movie and I loved it. And I was hoping that they were going to keep going with it. That's that's the one with Lily Collins, right? Lily Collins, Jamie Campbell yeah, Bower. Okay. It was perfect casting. I never. And then I watched you, the we, show. They made a show. They made like a two or three season. Oh, they did. show. Yeah, and it was pretty good. It was a little corny and dumb, but it was How still was that good. Casting? How was the casting in the show? Did you like that one? Yeah, but Clary was uh, that uh, redheaded McNamara actress. Yeah, who's like in all in all that young adult stuff, and uh, she was okay. But she was she's always the annoying character. Lily Collins played her good. Uh, Jace was decent, uh, and the rest of the characters were pretty good casting. I thought McNamara girls in another show is it? She's in either. I don't think she's in Winchester's. I know you're watching that. Or, but she's in no, like, she's uh, in a uh, a, a, like Walker, a Walker Texas Ranger yeah, spin-off. Walker prequel, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All your range. I thought she also might have been in like a Yellowstone offshoot too, but all in your wheelhouse. I got to end the draft here with a with a pick, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit my like genres here. We're not. It's gonna be a series that only you and I know about. I know you've read it and enjoyed it. So we're doing the Red Rising series. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. I absolutely destroyed that series when I was a ranger for the BLM and Wolf Creek. Man, what a good series. So we, I hit literature, I hit horror, I hit sci-fi in my picks. That's my range, that's my wheelhouse. You, I think you killed the draft in one and you hit the big series in Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Gotta love it. And then Took your sneaky, your sneaky pick, Mortal Instruments, but kudos to you. And, you know, if you guys want to talk about our books or bring up some other books that exist, I doubt you've ever read any because you're a bunch of, uh, what's the choice word that I'm thinking of, Sneak? Troglodytes. Um, there you go. A bunch <laughs> of troglodytes out there. But if, you know, if you want to try to prove us wrong that you have you know, some actual brain cells, let us know. Yeah, we know T should chime in and uh, Matt will probably give us, give us something, but the rest of them are going to just ask us what are books. <laughs> what, what is a book? What is this book you speak of? 
Well, let's speak of football now. Let's get back into what they know and, well, maybe they know what they want to hear about. And let's get into our LV Dynasty matchups for week 10. And we're starting off with a matchup of former roommates, the number 12 ranked team, Juge greater than Doug. That's my team versus NBA greater than NFL. And as much as I'd want to, you know, say I could pull off a little upset here, I don't think I can. Doug doesn't have any major issues uh, as far as like buys or injuries. Um, he will have to figure out his receivers, but that's kind of where he always is. But the big guns, Derrick Henry, well, the big gun, Derrick Henry is going to be enough to beat my team. Could very well do it by himself. I don't have T Higgins this week, so he's my best player probably. And just, you know, we all know what I'm doing and trying to do. I mean, I wanted to, to do the same thing with you and say you had a chance here. Once you get a kicker and defense in there, the map, the projections are going to be a lot closer uh, then probably this is going to turn out. I would say if you get some sort of weird tons of catches, yard games out of Rondale and Palmer, there's a, a chance and maybe a, a maybe a plunge score out of Huntley tonight. But uh, the big gun, Derrick Henry, should continue his crazy run. But Doug doesn't have a great week looking at him. So this matchup, at the very least, is going to be a lot closer than Matt, your matchups had passed. I will say Doug's going to win as well. It's going to be it's going to be super tight. Yeah, it looks so. Doug needs to set his lineup, which he will do. He's not one of those that leaves it. Uh, you know, we went over that the other day, but he'll get Debo back, which is a huge boon for his team. Probably put in James Conner instead of you know Benjamin. I don't know, but yeah, Doug will win. Uh, good for him setting him up at six and four and a leg up on some of the other playoff contenders. Let's talk about the, the old guy matchup here. we got Jimbo's team, Lift Me Up, versus Wade's team, Gee Buttersnaps. Another one where we looked at it and we're like, okay, maybe Jim has a fighting chance. And I think if, if Josh Allen missed, and Wade did not have Jalen Hurts waiting in the wings. I think we'd, we'd say that that would be the thing that would swing it. But Wade is totally insulated at quarterback. He's really good everywhere else. Got good running backs, got good receivers. So even though we, we love Jimbo's backfield, I don't think the receivers have enough juice. I don't think Gino will have enough in that Germany game. So I think this one will still go to Wade. He'll go to 10-0. and 0. I don't know. It does sound really, really good. It's going to look really good. I got Chubb as a dope this week, and I'm expecting CD to get somewhat clamped by Jair Alexander, uh, but his Dolphins receivers are going to absolutely go nuts, and uh, Jimbo's receivers just can't match it. Even if his backfield does what they've been doing, averaging, you know, that 15 to 20-point run, uh, it's, again, a lot closer than this matchup probably Yeah. Should be, and uh, I'm expecting Jimbo to put up a nice fight. Let me see. There's nothing here that I, you know, Etienne out outplays Clyde, uh, but I don't. I mean, I I just don't have the faith in Nico Collins, Gallup, and you know, Lazard could get a touchdown, but he's not a big yardage guy. I don't think so. It's just uh, 
it's going to be a, it's going to be another Wade win 10 and 0. Uh, Jimbo has been on a two game win streak. He drops one here still in the playoff. Line. Don't worry about it, James. Uh, but that's my analysis for that matchup. Yes. And I would agree. Tenfold. That's one for each of Wade's wins. That's one for each of Wade's win. Tenfold, 10 and 0. Our first team to 10 and 0. <laughs> wow. Let's now do the matchup that I was talking about at the top. Um, one that really has a lot of playoff weight. Jesse's team, Last Suck My Andrews at four and five versus Dayson's team at five and four. Herb stomped. So right now, the projections are very much in Dayson's favor. Um, Jesse made a couple of trades last night, so he will have a quarterback and a tight end back there. I was there. just about to say, does he have a quarterback? And it's Jacoby Brissett. Whoop de doo. Yeah, whoop de doo is right, but. He did good, you know, for Jacoby Brissett. Um, what do I want to say? The, on the Halloween game before their bye, he also, I mean, expect they'd have to try and score to keep up with the Dolphins, the Browns will. So I think not a bad plug and play for Jesse, who also eventually get a kicker and a defense in there. So more points to come. And I think overall, especially with, Dayson not having Ramondre Stevenson, who has been so good lately. I just don't know if he'll be able to put up points with the likes of Dalvin. Um, I expect Godwin and Evans to do something. Um, Brady looked a little better last week. So, I mean, now that I look at it, I, I don't know if it's going to be handy because we've got Devontae Adams, we've got Darnell Moon, he's looking better. Um, Jamal Williams, who's always good for a touchdown, apparently. So I don't know. I don't know where to go with this one, actually. Well, I'm glad. Anymore. I'm glad you don't, because against my recent bias against Hesse, I'm saying that Hesse is actually going to win this one. Justin Herbert, if he doesn't have Keenan Allen, he's you know Palmer and DeAndre Carter and whoever else have shown to be like decent, but that Sunday night game, San Francisco, it it could it could be a really strange game for Herbert. I don't expect Herbert to have a good game. Gibson against Philly. They're really good against the run and the pass. They're just a good defense. So I don't expect Gibson much there. Uh, Mooney. Yeah. He's getting better, but fields is a runner. Maybe he catches a couple passes. Devonte against Indy uh, after a couple good games uh, recently, or just one really this last week, I expect him to get back down to bad numbers. Even if Jamal wins as a touchdown, I just, I'm putting my faith in Hesse this week. I want Dayson to lose. I have his pick, and I expect, you know, you might think Dalvin's going to be a bad play against Buffalo, but maybe he won't be. Maybe he's going to be good. Tampa Bay receivers, uh, Lockett has been playing good. You know, once Hesse gets those that other rest of that lineup figured out, I'm just going to go with a Hesse win here. What the heck? I do lean towards that. Um, we're going to have a, a nice reverse stack here with Justin Herbert and Gerald Everett once uh, the trades process for Jesse. So that's, that's one thing to watch. The last thing I want to talk about the player that we didn't mention in our, in our little run through. And I think that's just because there's questions, not about him, but about his quarterback, uh, Stefan Diggs against the Vikings fun matchup. But if Josh Allen doesn't play, I mean, is this one of the biggest swings that we have? Like, Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen is like a guaranteed like top five receiver play, right? If not mm-hmm. higher. 
with Case Keenum, I mean, he's still the one. He's still really good. He should get a lot of targets, but I don't know what the – I feel like the floor is a lot scarier when it maybe shouldn't be for Stephon Diggs, for a player like Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs. But, yeah, I mean, what do you think about that? That's a good point to bring up. If if uh, Allen misses, uh, that'll be a huge hit on Diggs, a huge hit on that whole Buffalo offense. So that's another reason where you can make a case that Hesse might be able to sneak one here. Well, we'll give it to Hesse. It's funny. His, somehow he always gets all of his players in the same game. With the Bucks playing the Seahawks, he's going to have uh, Godwin, Evans, and Lockett all in the same game. And then um, kind of like inverse, Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs in the same game on the other end. So two games that really just swing this matchup for either of these mm-hmm. guys. Oh, yeah. That's three matchups down. Let's take a break here and hear a word from one of our beloved sponsors. This week's episode of the Scum and Sheen Show is brought to you by Juke Plus Reading Rainbow. Yes, it's back. We talked about books earlier in the episode, and now we want to give you an example of the audiobooks that you could hear if you subscribe to Juke Plus Reading Rainbow. A fetid odor assailed the walls of the dust mask she and Deputy Copperseed were wearing. Respiration is most likely carried out through the orifices on each side, though the function of the cilia inside them is unclear, she dictated to herself as she wrote in her nervous, spiky handwriting that had foregone any attempt at legibility pages ago. What I once called lungs more likely serve as swim bladders. However, it did not roar through its mouth. She clarified for the deputy, amphibians are born with gills and later develop lungs. This thing seems to have both and still it breathed with great difficulty when it faced us. Maybe the bladders act as air reserves when it crawls out of the water. Copperseed stayed vigilant. The mask allowed him to grimace freely at the stench without denting his poise. That's an excerpt that you could hear if you subscribe to Juge Plus Reading Rainbow, a subdivision of Juge Plus. And we're back. Yeesh. Ooh, I, I got chills. I got chills over here. Definitely, y'all need to get on Juge Plus Reading Rainbow to get some books read to you whenever you need it. And remember, I'll read any book you want. Anything. Back to the matchup, Sneak. Let's hit the brother-in-law battle. Our Do Nothing Commish. Do Nothing Commish. Botum for... Onk Hertz, number one in your Hurdies versus Smith Ben 08, Sawyer Payton team. 08? Question. Question. Mm-hmm. Will Ben feel the lineup this week? Looks like he is. Well, uh, he better because I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to tiptoe walking on eggshells. Uh, the ice is breaking. Benjamin 08 will upset brendan it is the upset of the week scum and sneak upset of the week scum and sneak upset of the week 
upset of the week. Yay, yay. That is correct, y'all. 08 Sawyer Payton at Smith Ben 08 will beat at back 123 bot M4 on charts number one in her hearts. That's it. What a he wins. He wins. He just is going to do it. Yep. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have good matchups on both sides. I think, I think the back of the upset is going to be on Cooper Cup, who should just torch the Cardinal secondary. Even though Matt Stafford's like questionable, has a concussion in the protocol, whatever. Even if he doesn't play, Cooper Cup's just—they're going to game plan, they're going to scheme him. He's just going to run all over. I, that's what I feel. It's going to be one of those huge games that we see from him. Uh, Devontae Smith should bounce back from a kind of a stinker against the Texans in primetime last week. The question here, the, the thing that will really help Ben, is can DJ Moore replicate his performance against the Falcons, what, like two weeks ago? That'll be the big swing here. And we oh, don't want to get too ahead of us ourselves. So that's, yeah, he's got that's to. the big thing here, yeah. He's got to. I'm, I'm putting all of my... My scum and snake show faith behind 08 in this one. Uh, Brendan will get upset. He's not going, he's going to get a good week out of DeAndre Swift, but everyone else is going to plummet and fall. Mahomes and Kelsey Stack's going to flutter and fail. McCaffrey on Sunday night's going to be silly. Everyone else on Ben's team is just going to just go skyrocketing to the moon. And uh, the upset is upon us. He's got, uh, I don't think, uh, let me see, Brendan doesn't have anybody tonight. Like you mentioned, uh, he's got DJ Moore tonight, so hopefully he can jump out to a huge lead and just keep it up. Yeah, a big game that I expect to hurt Brandon will be the Colts versus the Raiders. Brandon's got Josh Jacobs and Michael Pittman. Uh, Both those offenses have looked pretty pretty bad <laughs> lately so uh, especially Michael Pittman he's I mean Sam Ellinger is, is not it I think I made Alex Pierce my hope this week but you know Michael that's at the expense of Michael Pittman obviously and Josh Jacobs had that huge huge run where it was like three games in a row over 30 points almost 40 points in each one but uh, has come back down to earth since and the Colts do have a good rush defense so I don't think he's expecting a, a boom game there and yeah, he brought up McCaffrey getting shut down on Sunday night. Obviously, he is. I was going to bring this up when we talked about Herbert. How about the Chargers getting flexed into um, Sunday night game next week? So, two back to back primetime games for the Bolts. We're coming, babe. We're going to win both those games. Blowouts. Niners suck. Chiefs suck. And yeah, our upset of the week. Heck yeah. It's all coming up perfect timing. Next, we've got Gooch's team, the soft tissue rehab versus Big T. Let's ride. This is one where we could see a close matchup that people might not expect. We could even see an upset. We know Chase's team is prone to underwhelming. 
Big T has had a couple spike weeks, and I think he's kind of due for one. You know, he's scored pretty low the past couple, so uh, we could see the afternoon game, Rod, Aaron Rodgers against the Cowboys. I mean, good Cowboys defense, but this is the kind of spot, I feel like, where Aaron Rodgers kind of, you know, does his relaxing, where he comes back and shows everyone that he's not that washed. Maybe he is, but that could be a huge boost for Tyler. Uh, Damian Pierce, we know he's going to get a thousand carries and just get a lot of points that way in our league. And then I think uh, we're due for, you know, in the same vein as Rodgers, we're due for huge DK Metcalf and Gabe Davis games, like just time after they're quiet for a couple weeks. On the other hand, Raheem Mostert for Chase is seems like he's at least splitting his job now with Jeff Wilson if he hasn't lost it. Saquon Barkley will probably be the number one overall running back on the week because he's playing the Texans. But after Hopkins, we go down the line and we know Terry McLaurin's a dud. It's coming to hate him, and we were right. Keenan Allen probably won't play, unfortunately. We'll see if he proves me wrong there. Kittle, we know, has a sneak curse. So not looking too great for Chase. Maybe he can eke it out, but this one's going to be close, right? This one's going to be very close. We uh, This is another one that we thought that it could be an upset. We would like to see T get one win on the season. This might be his chance for it. Hard to call who's going to win this one. I think, be, you know, we've already got an upset of the week. We Last week we had a mini upset. This might be a mini upset where T gets his first win. He's got to get at least one. And I think this is going to be the day that he does it. All the reasons that you said. He has players primed for big games. They're due. Uh, Gooch has the tendency to very much underwhelm and underperform. Uh, not the greatest of matchups either around here. And a lot of players in the same type of game. So it could lend itself to some deficiencies there. I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to say that T wins, gets a win, uh, gets his first and probably only win on the on the year. I like, I like that answer. And this matchup historically has been been one where T does pull it out. We all remember the TJ Yeldon game of old, one of the legendary games in LV Dynasty history. The last line I kind of want to look at is this flex matchup. Um, as I mentioned, Keenan Allen probably is going to play. He, he didn't practice yesterday. So as has been Chase's problem the whole year, if he's missing Hopkins and Allen, someone of that nature who like who he was counting on um, with Jacoby Myers on by his options just drop off after that maybe he plays both Dolphins running backs but that's kind of a hard sell maybe he counts on AJ Dillon but again AJ Dillon's been kind of phased out lately can't trust Akers but there's a lot of names on Chase's bench that you could talk yourself into but they have not performed so he that's where he finds trouble again and then on T's side, he's flexing Isaiah Pacheco right now. And I feel like game script could lend towards a lot of carries for Pacheco. What he does with them kind of remains to be seen. But if, if it's a Chiefs route over the Jags and they're just running the ball, um, I think, again, Pacheco could get like 10, 12 carries, trying to ice it. And then if he breaks one or just, you know, is steady with it, that would be a huge swing. In T's favor. Can't agree more. There's a lot of potential for huge swings and huge 
uh, come up games here and we're just putting a lot of a lot of mojo juju behind uh behind T on this one. Sorry, Gooch. Sorry. Sorry. And then we're gonna end the matchup review with just a huge, 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 huge matchup. Joe Marchuro versus Sneak Inc. Oh boy. I teased yesterday that there was a, a path to Ernie maybe falling out of the playoffs. That was a fun exercise in uh, that was a in fun fantasy. exercise in yeah. fantasy, <laughs> exactly in all realms of fantasy. But we're not going to beat around the bush on this one either. I am going to get blown out. This is the blowout of the week. This coming sneak blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. Ernie is going to come in and blow me away. Ooh. Big blow away. I mean, the guy just put up 225. He won't hit that again, but his projection at 150 is probably a little low. Now, he doesn't have um, Joe Burrow. So, Russell Wilson is probably going to be a dead. You'll probably win the quarterback matchup there with Justin Fields. So, tip your hat there. The rest of the roster down the line is heavily in Eric's favor, and that's where where we get um, the blowout. We talked about the Chargers destroying the Niners on Sunday night, so Austin Eckler going to continue his run, multiple touchdowns, one receiving, one rushing, um, going to be great. Kenneth Walker has been on the tear lately, going up against a good Bucks defense. We'll see how he can do. Um, I do want to point out, did you see the thing? I don't know if it was real or not, but I saw a report where Kenneth Walker might not have a passport, so he might not be able to go to Germany. I don't know if that was resolved or not. Did you see that? (laughs) I didn't see that, but that's hilarious. You would think that they would be able to make an exception, but man, that's so good. You know, like, I think with the resources that an NFL team would have, they can get it expedited. But I, I don't know. I just saw it, just putting it out there. Uh, Eric, I don't know. Maybe you want to go find out, find DJ Dallas and get him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, again, the running back advantage is huge. Big Bry has been a little Bry lately. He hasn't been that great. Yeah, he's very you're little rolling, recently. You're rolling out Snoop Connor because you don't have the big Jets, Michael, Michael Carter, this week. So, Will Snoop get some run? That remains to be seen. And then we know that Olave was the dope this week. Sorry to say for you. Adding to blowout, but I don't know. I don't know if we need to belabor it anymore. Eric's team is stacked. You are missing some pieces. And that's that. That's that. It's just uh, there's no way I can make up the de- deficits. I've been getting poor play really out of everybody even besides fields and then the occasional michael michael carter basically so i don't expect fields to do what he's doing carter's out so it's just an easy call i'm getting my butt blown (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a lot of a lot of implications in tonight's game for for you guys well i guess not eric is not playing kyle pitts but he would be on tonight and you've got drake london so let's take that as a segue to America's favorite segment. 
let's go machine get the Thursday night game wrong. Ah, yeah. Panthers versus Falcons. Boy, are these two offenses like hard to pin down. Well, maybe not hard. Typically, you can count on them to be duds, but sometimes they'll have blowups. And I think the last time they played, we saw that. So what what is your read on this game tonight? First question is, do we know who's starting for the Panthers? Is it PJ? I don't know yeah, that, but I'm going to say... He was named the starter. I would expect the leash to maybe be a little short, though, if he uh, struggles in the early parts. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Falcons 23, Panthers 12. All right, 23 points. Do do I get a decent field – or not field game. Do I get a de- decent pits game with that score of 23? No. Oh, why? No, it's going to be like – It's just Cordero, Cordero. Yeah. And then like Zacchaeus, the one like passing touchdown. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be all rushing. It's gonna be Patterson, and it's just they somehow get to twenty three. Koo is probably gonna get like a couple good field goals for me. Okay, Young Ho, Young Ho. I will. Let's see. The Panthers. No, they ended up losing last time, right? They tied it on that DJ Moore one, but then they lost. Ended up losing. Right. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take the Panthers. This is a series that seems like it should just be split on the season, you know, between these two teams. So I'll take the Panthers. Um, They're also at home. And I think they're going to win by a score of 20 to 14. Just real dud. Love it. And I have, I have too much invested in these dumb offenses. (laughs) I got Indeed. DJ Moore's and Kyle Pitts is everywhere and Deonta Foreman's and Caleb Huntley's. Like, why? Why, 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 why? Why are we doing this, this to ourselves? This is the scum vent session because I'm going to come away after tonight with like a combined six points from like three players on rosters. And I'm just going to be like, sad. <laughs> not going to have any chance on Sunday. Just like, well, why did I do this? I can't bench these guys because I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, if, if anyone wants to commiserate with me over these guys, let me know. <laughs> but, yeah, let's have a let's have a sad session about it. Thanks again for all your insight. Week ten is upon us, guys. Good luck in your matchups. If we picked against you this week, sorry, but try to prove us wrong. And we'll be back next week for week eleven. Go forth and conquer. Bye.
investment and secondary are still going to be rough. 